This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. As always... We are coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. And that is Israel I'm highlighting because that's going to be a key part of today's unbelievable show. Keep that in mind. We're just going to speak about Israel. We're going to speak about something else in Israel. But before we do that, contact information of mine for all of you who are just, you can't get enough of the podcast. You've got so many questions. You want to inundate me with emails. Feel free to do so. Um, so far, you haven't been so good at that, but <laughs> just kidding. I get lots of emails, and I'd like to get a lot more. So how do you do it? Well, you send me an email at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthouse with, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the World Wide Web, right? Remember that? www.aaronkatzman.com. That's A-A-R-O-N. K-A-T-S-M-A-N, AaronKatzman.com, AaronKatzman.com. What a show we have to you. And you know what? Because I am such a nice person. I really am. I want to share with you some of my experience. You know, it's Aliyah time. Okay? We got people. What's Aliyah? I mean, people who are moving to Israel from North America, from all over the place. They're coming on plane loads sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh and I guess the Jewish agency is involved, but it's mostly the Nefesh Benefesh who does the the heavy lifting. Um, And they're bringing, as always, thousands and thousands of freshly minted olim to Israel every year. And as somebody who has been in Israel for uh, about 25 years, God, that is a long time, 25 years years. Man. Anyway, I want to give some of my experience to the new immigrants who are on their way or who just settled in the Holy Land of Israel. So, you know, I came here right out of university. I had no job. I had no wife. And I had no idea what it's live, what was it going to be like to live in Israel. And guess what? 25 years later? Well, at least I've got a wife. I got a so-so job, I guess, and I still have no clue what it's like to live in Israel. No, I'm kidding. Thank God. Everything is fantastic. I've got a great job, an unbelievable wife, and for the most part, on a good day, great kids. Today, maybe not so much, but usually they're pretty good. You know, other than my kids making fun of my accent when I speak Hebrew, actually, everything is pretty good. And I've been able to set up roots here by having kids. And we've got a, we, we live here. And the kids are being educated here. So I would consider myself a success story from an immigration or an Aliyah perspective. So from my experience as a financial advisor, I guess the biggest issue that gets lost in the immigration process is how to deal with investments. You know, obviously, the biggest question, the biggest issue that people have is getting their kids acclimated to a new school, learning a new language. And that's obviously much more time sensitive than whether or not to buy, you know, shares in Johnson & Johnson or AT&T. 
right? That, that sort of takes a back seat to getting your family situated. But that being said, if I can give a tip based on the 25 years or so that I've been living here, professionally working with immigrants, it's don't neglect your finances. It happens way too often. You get life takes over trying to settle your family, get yourself acclimated to a job, learning the language, finding community. That's all great. But at the end of the day, what people who, who are so immersed in that sometimes, many times neglect their finances. And I can't tell you how often I meet with Americans or, or Canadians who've relocated to Israel, who neglected their finances, and they're paying the price now. So I want to give you a couple tips, which is going to make your financial relocation is much easier. You're listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. If you've got any questions or comments, email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il, or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com, www.aaronkatzman.com. We're speaking about my experience about immigrating and then living in Israel for 25 years. And I want to impart to those freshly minted or recent olim who are being brought here by Nefesh Benefesh and the Jewish Agency, um, I want to impart some of my wisdom, my experience to them to make sure they don't neglect their finances. As I mentioned earlier, it's understandable. You want to get your children acclimated to a new school. You want to find a community to live in. You got to find yourself a job. You got to learn a new language. That's all understandable. But just, I beg you, don't neglect your finances. Okay? The first thing I want to tell you is diversify your currency. Because you know what? You're, hey, Dorothy, you're not living in Kansas anymore, right? You're living in Israel. And you know what the currency in Israel is? It's called the shekel, it's not the dollar. So if you're living, many immigrants live off their investments in the U.S., especially retirees, but it's important to have some non-U.S. dollar exposure. The Israeli shekel strengthening, and God knows it is strengthened. It's probably the strongest currency in the world due to the unbelievable Israeli economy. Shekel strengthening can adversely impact your revenue stream and even put your relocation in jeopardy. I'm going to tell you a real-life example. Somebody came to me a few years ago, a retired couple. They had a million dollars in investments, and they thought that they could generate $40,000 a year, which is pretty basic, right, to supplement their pension and their Social Security. At that time, in local terms, they had 4 million shekels. So it was pretty much a piece of cake for them to generate what they needed. But in a span of six months, a half a year, the shekel strengthened by 20%. And all of a sudden, they were a little bit up the creek. Now, why was that? Because they didn't diversify. They were all in U.S. dollars. And now, for all intents and purposes, their million dollars that they had it was now only worth $800,000. And to generate the money they needed was much more difficult. Now, as millionaires, it was a little bit easier for them to weather the storm. But if somebody's coming with three, four, five hundred thousand dollars and you lose 20% of the value of your portfolio, of the value of your net worth because of currency fluctuation, you're going to be stuck. So you really need to speak to somebody, a professional who knows their way around this, and who can help you hedging um, or protecting you um, to keep the value of your money in the local currency. Because when you go to the grocery store, you're paying shekels. If you buy a cucumber, you buy a tomato, 
or you buy a box of cornflakes, it's all denominated in shekels. It's great. You've got a lot of U.S. dollars. But like I said, you're not living in Kansas anymore. The next bit of advice is something that I see people screwing up all the time. Keep your IRA, your retirement accounts, current. One of the most common issues I see when I meet with prospective clients is they hadn't looked at their retirement accounts, whether it's an IRA, a 401k, in years. The thought process that they always have is usually that since the money is for retirement, there's no need to worry about the money now. And immigrants or OLIM tend to forget about these accounts altogether, only to wake up 10 years later to realize their value of accounts the same it was before they ever came. I, it happens all the time. They just neglect the accounts. Or they say it wasn't enough money, whatever it is. I met recently with somebody with an Ole who made the same mistake. He said that he moved to Israel about 14 years ago. And he came with a couple hundred thousand dollars, which he liquidated to buy an apartment. He told me the biggest mistake he made was with his IRAs. He had one worth about 75000 and his wife had one that was worth about $40,000. He said they never made any changes. They left them alone. Well, you know what happened 14 years later? 14 years later, they still have IRAs worth just about $75,000 and $40,000 respectively. They made almost no money in a decade and a half. Now, that's criminal. And all they had to do was either work with a professional or just pay attention to what it, to, to the account. Also, you need to make sure that the firm you'll be working with in the U.S. is still going to service your account in Israel. This has been a big, big issue. Uh, many people have received letters from big U.S. investment firms. I'm not going to name them, but some of them start with an M. One of them has like a bull as their symbol. <clears throat> Figure it out. Um, and asking them basically, thank you, but no thank you. Right? We've appreciated your business, but since you live abroad and you have a, a foreign address, we're no longer able to service your account. So that also happens. So you need to speak with, you, you very well might need to speak with a local advisor. <clears throat> Hello? <laughs> that would be me. Potentially. There are other advisors. But speak to a professional. That's what's really important. Don't try and do this on yourself, uh, by yourself, because it could cause all kinds of, you can mess up, right? You could screw up. I know that it's tough and I know that your, your, your investment accounts are not priority number one, but don't neglect them altogether, right? Make them a priority, make them priority number five, but make sure you get to it, right? If you write it down that that's your priority, you will get to it. If you just sort of put it out of sight, out of mind, it's going to be out of sight, out of mind. And you're going to be like that other people, like those people that I met who saw no portfolio growth in over 14 years, um, you're, you know, by following these tips, you're going to end up saving lots of money. Um, I want to wish you all the luck, best of luck in Israel. Israel is a great place to live. I recommend it. I've been here for more than half my life. And I told you how many years I'm here. So you can figure out more or less how old I am. Cause I've got a very young sounding voice, but, uh, you know, I've got the face for radio, as they say. <clears throat> You've been listening to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We speak to you all the time about your life, your money, and your investments. You got any questions or comments? Email me, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com, www.aaronkatzman.com. Congratulations on your move to Israel. We'll speak to you soon.